through. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you caught it early. Yeah, no, yeah, that's alright. Okay, so you're good now. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Okay, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Cigar Guys podcast. We are here in a new location today. We are in Mount Dora at the Legacy Cigar Lounge. I'm here with Andy, who is the owner of Legacy Cigars. Thanks for having us. Thank you for being here. So Andy's going to talk to us a little bit about his story, how he got started in the industry. And you have another cigar lounge, Hemingway's uh, Beer and Wine. Cigars, Beer and Wine. That's correct. correct. That's yeah. correct. That's about five miles away into Berries. Um, and it's more of a bar. It's just kind of a cigar lounge. So Gotcha. Um, a little bit of both worlds. And you started back in uh, 2020, okay? Uh, right, I, I got let go uh, from my corporate job in 2020, and I didn't want to get back into it. So I thought, well, I'll uh, gonna find me something else to do. Um, I'm an avid cigar smoker, so uh, I thought, well, what the heck? Yeah. So uh, I found Hemingways, and uh, the rest is history. Been uh, been there for three years, and here for about five weeks now. Very nice. Five weeks. Okay. So we're right here in the beginning of it pretty much. Pretty much. So, <laughs> so, uh, it, uh, but the, the town has taken to it well. Um, and, uh, they, they were, they were wanting a cigar store. Yeah. So, uh, I feel like I filled a need over here. Um, and, and it's funny, I'm, it's, it's so close to Tavares, but they, a lot of people didn't know I was there. So, um, making my presence here has helped over there as well right because the people want to check it out so. well being too in the heart of downtown i mean it's a lot easier for a lot of people to just be walking by or just convenience wise come in have a cigar or maybe they want to be closer to all the commotion that's down here that's true that's true um i, I do think that i have the best view in town uh, for people watching pickleballers <laughs> Um, so, uh, that, that's the reason I built the bar on here. Actually, when I saw this place, I'm like, oh, this is, this is going to be it. Um, to very, or uh, Mount Dora here, excuse me. They, uh, they draw almost a quarter million people down here when they have their arch festivals and, right. and stuff. So, and that's really what I wanted to capture is that, that on foot crowd, just walking around, uh, the husbands that are tired of shopping. Well, now they've got somewhere to come and sit and relax. So. <laughs> Exactly. Right by the uh, Masonic Temple, I will say. Too. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. And and the Masons actually own this building. So there's there's a lot to Mount Dora. It's it's a uh, there's only a few people that own all this property. So one thing that made this place doable was that the Masons own it and they're, you know, they made it reasonable for me to be here. OK, very nice. Very nice. So we've got outside seating here. No inside seating. No inside seating. It's, but I know a Hemingway got a lot of inside seating and it's, outside seating that's correct I, it's it's actually more of a bar so you can sit around have a beer smoke some wine so uh, what did you do before you got into the cigar industry i was a transportation manager for a food service company mclean food service and uh, uh was there almost 20 years okay and so um it was time for me to go and so it was a happy happy exit for everybody um but uh it led me here and certainly thankful for that. Absolutely. Was it kind of scary getting into a brand new business, starting a brand new business pretty much? Um, the way it happened, I, I really don't think I was scared. Um, it, I was led there and, and that's the way I feel about it. I was, I was brought to it and, um, and it's been, it's been good to me. Very nice. That's good to hear. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I don't know how much you guys want to get into how, what actually happened, but, um, just, 
there's things that are happening they're supposed to happen in your life and, mm-hmm. and this was one of them yeah if you want to share i mean well, feel free please share. Yeah, please share yeah so so um it, it has a lot to do with prayer and and god putting you in the place where you need to be at the time you need to be there and and that's what that's what it was is i was it, the opportunity was presented to me in that way and uh, i i'm glad i was had the wherewithal to take it because it's uh it, it was it was great i'm closer to my kids mm-hmm. closer to my parents so it all worked out for a, a bigger cause that's good yeah i mean a lot there's a lot of time uh, situations like that where you almost can't deny that that like you said it's your calling that's where you're supposed to be you know yeah. god puts something into your life that allows you to go to the next step so i 100 percent agree yeah. um, well, if you and, and, and i'm sorry no yeah if you if you ask for something you'll get it and and, and it even worked on this place it was you know I'm ready to move up and move on and, and do more. And uh, I, it sounds funny. The next morning, the phone rang. This building's available. And, and we had our eye on this place, well, probably since I opened over there, because this is kind of where we wanted to be. Mm. Um, but it, it was taken at the time. So um, just had to wait it out. And, yeah. And, and, and the timing was perfect. I was in a spot. I'm well-staffed over there. And and I can tell you this isn't this wouldn't have been possible at all without my staff over at Hemingways. They are phenomenal, at best. Good uh, people. Yeah, it's just um, anything you need from them, they are there. For you. So uh, do you see uh, a difference of clientele. I know it's only five miles, but do you see a difference of clientele over at Hemingways versus here? Is it more serious cigar smokers at one location or? I would say the the more serious cigar smokers are here. Mm-hmm. Um, we we do this thing at Hemingways. You know, every every cigar gets cut and lit, and and I think I did it in there for y'all cigars. Yeah, right, it's just yeah. something we do. Um, but here, a lot of guys don't like it. They're like, no, no, okay, we'll yeah. cut it ourselves. We'll light it ourselves. Just leave us alone. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. So which is fine. Yeah, I mean, you've got a pretty good selection there too. Uh, everything light to medium to full. Yes. Uh, and actually, real quick. We'll go over what we're smoking right now. I picked up the Ave Maria, which is my second time having this cigar. First time in this size. So this is a really good size to have it in. And what are you smoking? Uh, this is the uh, Undercrown 10, the all decked out. Um, it's uh, it's on the medium plus side and mm-hmm. uh, just a great smoke. Absolutely. I know that Jared is smoking the Undercrown Shade, the lighter side. Yeah, very light. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a good morning smoke. Yeah, you know, you, morning you smoke. can't go too heavy. Very good. Um, you know, especially me, I didn't eat breakfast yet, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm smoking the Henry Clay uh, Warhawk. I mean, it, it, nice, light, smooth cigar, cup of coffee, espresso, go great. Yeah, yeah. that is uh, definitely my go-to morning cigar, or one of them at least. Because too, I mean, eight bucks, you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't beat, beat it. it with for that price. I actually prefer a little more than the shade, but <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, you know, being five miles apart, you know, from the bar, and then this is just a cigar lounge, uh, we've noticed a lot in uh, Lake Mary too. Just yes. like one road could separate a whole different, you know, two different clientels, um, where they won't even travel. Like we have Reinhardt Road, a lot of people won't go from Lake Mary Boulevard to Forty Six, you know, because they have to go through Reinhardt. Right. And it, there's, it's not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just the drive is that much more. They'd rather stay on you know this side or that side um but you know you having like a nice comfortable lounge just to sit out where it's like i really don't want to drink i don't want the loud music you know just want to relax um i think this is a great 
like area to be in. Like you said, you know, you have a great view. And that was that was the first thing I noticed when we pulled up. I'm like, wow, you could see like the town center, you could see the courts, you could see people walking. And I mean, just us right now, uh, you know, recording this, how many people walk by? You know, yeah. it's like a dozen people so far. And, and you know, and you can kind of get a, a grasp on the city when all the parking lots, uh, parking spots are full on the side. You know, it's buzzing. There's people constantly. So um, it, it works out well. And there's a lot of um, a lot of people visit Mount Dora just on a regular basis anyway. So um, this was one more reason for them to visit. And, and uh, you know, and I like that. I, I like that people come here for me and check out the town. Um, here and Hemingways, we are all about our community and, and what we do. We support our schools, our police, um, and, and that's what it's all about, is you've got to give back. And if you see the logo back here, live, give, and smoke, um, important things in life. So, um, but we, I'm, I'm so happy to be in this spot. It was, it was a long time coming. Yeah. And I, I do want to ask a question about when you transition, you know, when you first opened up and you started getting going at Hemingways, uh, uh, you know, when you, when you're, when you left your corporate job or, you know, that whole thing happened, like your happiness, did you feel happier having your own place and just being in the corporate world? Um, well, so, so when I was, I was working 14 hour days, six days a week, uh, it was going to kill me. Uh, I mean, I, honestly, that's what it felt like. If, I'm surprised I didn't have a heart attack when, when I was there. Um, so, so the day I got let go, I went home and that was the best sleep I ever got. So, so yeah, maybe a little scary, but, but on the flip side, it was, um, such a relief. Um, I take, um, how do I say it? I have a lot of confidence in myself yeah. and, and my ability. I knew what I was worth. Um, so, so when I found that place, um, and, and I listened to all the, the locals and they told me what was wrong, uh, told me why the other guys didn't make it or you know, COVID was part of it, of course, but why, why they didn't like it before. Uh, and I, and I took it all to heart and I opened something. And like I said, um, we were there, we're consistent and we did a lot of the right things and, and it was a success and it, and it's still going strong and, and we love it. Of course, yeah. Do you have any uh, events lined up for this place yet? Um, we had actually had a Chafoy cigar here last weekend, um, and and it's a it's a little boutique brand. Have you have you tried one? I don't think so. Okay. No. All right. So maybe before you go, I'll give you one of those just so you guys can give it a try. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm sure they. But uh, it's funny. The Hemingways is more of a wine bar, and that's kind of how it was advertised when I first opened. Um, and that was my inexperience in, in the business, which, which happens. Uh, so when I opened this place, I knew, I knew it was going to be more geared towards cigars. Gotcha. And, um, and so I've been getting more love for it. Um, you know, more, more people are contacting me to have events. So, so last weekend was the first one I had. Um, I don't know if you can imagine 30 people out here on this porch. It's not real big, but it, we had this place packed out there front, back, sidewalk, everywhere. Um, so, so Chafoy did a great job bringing their crowd and, and, um, something that I have here that I don't have at Hemingway's is a loyalty program. So people put in their number and their email and, uh, that played a big part because I was able to contact 50, 60 people right off the bat. And, you know, I've only been here a few weeks. So to have that many people in my system already, uh, is a testament to how well they're taking on to the place. Of course. Yeah. I mean, too, if you look at the surrounding area, there's not too many places to go and smoke a cigar and Lake Mary 
I mean, now where we live, we have five, six places right. that we can drive to. Around here, I mean, we used to have one in downtown Mount Dora or a couple in Mount uh, downtown Mount Dora, but they ended up closing down around COVID time, either right. a little before, a little after. Right. So we've got this place here now. So, I mean, it's great for the locals to come here and you be kind of the guy, whether you're here at Hemingway. And then, too, because uh, I know we've been to Hemingway before. And like you said, it is more of a wine bar, right. beer and wine sort of thing. So um, I guess, like you said, more serious cigar smokers here. Mm-hmm. Over there, we've got a lot of flavored cigar smokers. Yes. They love that over there. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But, of course, over here, we got more. Maybe less flavored cigars. I actually didn't really look around. Do you have flavored cigars here? I, a few? I do. Um, I, I carry the Lucky brand, and I think I carry Groovy Blues and, and Tatiana's. And, 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 I, and I didn't want to bring a lot over. Yeah. Um, that just, that's what I didn't want. I didn't want it over here as much. Um, but I, I'm finding that they're popular with the women as they come in. Right. And so the men will pick up a, a nicer cigar. And But that cherry flavor or something, you know, it, it's, it's hard for them to resist. When you smell that package and... Yeah, it's great. So, exactly. Yeah. So I have to have a few over here. But, of course, they have to have their place. I mean, absolutely. Most cigar shops have them because they know too. You get a certain clientele, especially the ladies. They come in, mm-hmm. they want to participate, right. and smoke a flavored cigar, especially at places that don't have alcohol. You know, and you want to participate. Right. Got to get that Tatiana or uh, what was the first brand you said? Uh, yeah. It's Lucky. Brand. Lucky Brand. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even with us, you know, we found out like that when we brought our girlfriends out you know, to a cigar lounge. When we first started dating them, they hated the smell. They didn't want to deal with it, whatever. And then they smelt that one sweet one. And then they're like, what, is, what was that? What, what, are, the, what are they smoking? Yeah, who's vaping in here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so, yeah, so then, you know, we'd be out just having a good time, whatever. And then we're like, you know, you get like an acid, you get any flavored cigar, whatever. Um, if you want to try it out. And then that one day they're like, you know what? I will try it out. Yeah. And then from there, once you get them in there, then it's like you, you could start teaching them about, you know, like, unflavored cigars and stuff like that but um it, now it's you know they'll come out with us all the time to the cigar lounge yeah just because you know the flavored cigar uh, that but, and 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 you know once they figure out how how much of a social aspect it is to to be in a cigar lounge um and and honestly i don't think i've ever been in any lounge where the people aren't particularly nice and you can just sit around and talk to anybody you know yeah. walk up to any table and start talking and say hi and I don't know. People are a little standoffish nowadays. Everybody kind of minding <laughs> their own business. But you go to a cigar lounge. Everybody's there for the same purpose. We're here to smoke a stick and, and relax and just relax a little bit. And mm-hmm. so we make sure that that happens at both places. Right. It's very rare you go to a cigar lounge and have a problem with someone. Oh yeah. A lot of people are you know very nice and open. And even people that maybe want to be left alone, they'll still be nice to you. That very rare that you have a problem with this type of clientele. Oh yeah. But like you said too. I mean, everyone's smoking a cigar. That's like the icebreaker. And that brings people from all socioeconomic places coming together. Yeah. You know, we've talked, I think we talked about this on the last podcast or a couple ago. We have, you know, the janitor and the CEO sitting at a table together, you know, basically becoming friends, enjoying a cigar together and are able to relate on things that most people would think, okay, these guys can't relate. You know, they're in two completely different areas in life, but these guys are like best buds now yeah. because the cigar was the icebreaker. That's right. And, and I agree with that. And, and, and to your point, you know, we, we have a lot of retirees uh, in this area and, um, you know, they bring a lot of wealth, they have wealth of information. Uh, you can sit here and talk and 
when they start talking about their business and how they how they made it and 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 why they can sit here and smoke every day uh you got to soak some of that in it's it's a lot of knowledge that that i don't know we may not be passing down to another generation so i i love it personally i love to hear people's stories and how they got where they are and and well how they made their money um i don't know this is a this is a strange time with all the technology and uh anything you can put in your bank to, to help you out is a good thing yeah. absolutely and I, honestly i think that's kind of why i fell in love with you know cigar smoking like alex was the first person to take me uh to we went to corona cigar lounge and uh it was just interacting with the people and them telling us you know life stories or just mm -hmm. you know fun stories about what they did when they went out and you know their businesses just anything that they would talk about um you know that was like comforting you know because it's like growing up you're being told stories from your family your whole life and then now that you're you're growing up you're not really talking about stories anymore so now you're just interacting with other people yeah. and then they're telling you stories you tell them stories back and next thing you know you're two three cigars deep and you've been in there for three hours <laughs> and you're yeah, like oh man exactly. i gotta go home that's exactly it yeah um and and you know so it's it's a real pleasure to be able to get to sit here and um you know if there's nothing else going on and i have customers sitting out here just grab a stick sit out here and talk with everybody so that's uh it's a long way from from where i was before stuck in an office in the middle of a building you know if you came to see me you're probably going to get fired so <laughs> so. <laughs> so you've got uh pretty much hemingway up and running by itself are you here more than basically running this one uh yes i i run this one uh pretty much by myself uh, my girlfriend christy will come over and relieve me every once in a while if i need to go do something but uh starting a starting a new business um there may not be a lot of profit to pay for for for, for employees so so i just do it myself um hemingways takes care of me anyway right. so um i just uh i'll sit here until until the point where i can get somebody in here to relieve me um and and some of my uh some of my uh local guys have already volunteered to help and you know hey if you need a day off just let us know you know so so i've got some support here i just haven't used it yet i like to get my i like to get my feet planted mm -hmm. make sure everything's kosher here and then i'll start training some people and right. kind of filling in i'm you know i'm kind of skittish when it comes to leaving people yeah. it took me a long it took me almost a year for me to walk away from hemingways and let somebody else run it yeah it's 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 definitely tough i mean uh, my family grew up in the restaurant business and when they you know, when my family moved down from New York, uh, they opened up a restaurant over here. And it was actually in Altamont Springs uh, called the Michis. And, you know, they, they had nothing. They were in their 20, the mid 20s. Uh, they opened up the restaurant. A lot of the stuff, my uh, uncle in New York shipped down plates, menus, just so they could open up here. And the locals, you know, back then, Altamont was a small town. Now it's, you know, real big. But, uh, same thing they offered to help out they're like listen if you need you know a hostess didn't show up you know we'll help you out we know the menu we come in here you know three four times a week whatever and uh they actually like one story they actually uh, uh bought a tv that they could hang up because the only reason they wouldn't come in on sundays was because they couldn't watch football and they kept telling him like dude just buy a tv and he's like we can't we're you know my dad and his brothers are like we can't afford it right now you know he's like we'll buy one eventually but we can't afford it right now one sunday they went, they bought a TV, they came in, they hooked it up, hung it up, plugged it in, whatever. And uh, they're like, yeah, now we're going to start coming here every Wednesday or every Sunday. And, uh, you know, just support you. you know, we love like you guys as a community. 
and then uh you know we want to watch football too whatever but um that's what i that's what i love about this area it's such a small town people are real personable and they'll help you out if they need to you know if they see you need help you know hey go take the night off let me ring let me ring people up for the night you know i mean uh, yeah, or even for a free cigar. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what they're telling me. You know, hey, you know, just you can just pay us in cigars, which which is great. You know, I, I and these guys, uh, you know, they're war vets, and you know they've they've put thirty years in their careers, um, and and now they're just they're just trying to live their best life, mm-hmm. and uh, they smoke cigars anyway. They're here, so you know if they want to help, let them help, and and I, and I love it, and I love they ask. And, and even to the credit you were saying about the businesses, uh, the business owner, they, well, they have the same parking problem as everybody else does. You guys <laughs> yeah. get here early, so you, you got a good spot. Yeah, any later, it'd be it'd be bad. It, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it'll, it'll pick up later. Um, but they walk by, and uh, especially in my first couple of weeks, everybody stopped by and was, hey, you know, make sure you bring some cards by. Make sure you come see us and, and you know, tell us about it. So so the community support was fantastic. And um, it Hemingway's and Tavares. Tavares was absolutely phenomenal when I was opening up. Uh, just, just anything I needed. Any, you know, all the all the county members, um, city managers, everybody came to support and was in. And I get a lot of that here. A lot of the employees around here are coming in to support. So um, that that community feeling is 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 strong around here, and I love it. Absolutely, and I think cigar lounges too, in general. I mean, it's a it's good for business. A lot of people, a lot of business people hang out at cigar lounges, small, medium, large business owners. So it's a great way to promote uh, unity and, you know, like-minded people coming together and coming up with ideas mm-hmm. to grow the community. I mean, and people, like you said, to come over here, give me some business cards, send out some of my clients, some of my customers want to yes. come over here. So especially in a small town. And then, like you said, too, a lot of the small cigar shops we go to. Uh, especially during the day, there might be like a retired war vet working those hours because they just need something to do. Right. And cigars are something they love to do. So it's like, hey, yeah, let me help out. Run the shop during the day, you know, and it's basically like just doing a hobby and maybe you get paid, smoke some cigars on your free time. I mean, it's not a bad gig. That's what I want to do when I retire. You know, exactly. (laughs) Well, so you basically are retired then because yeah. you're doing that now. <laughs> well, yeah. it feels like it some days, you know. I, I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a blessing to to be able to sit here and do what you love and talk to people all day. And um, yeah, there's a little bit of bookwork, and yeah, there's you know, I so before I came here this morning, I was at Hemingway's getting everything prepared for Hemingway's, um, and then come over here, and that's my daily routine. I still take care of everything there, place orders, take care of of whatever I need, write checks. Um, and then start my day here. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't know, I'm human. I mess up sometimes, but not very often. And, <laughs> and uh, but uh, it, it's not overwhelming yet. And it's still a joy. And, and that's all I'm worried about is I want my life to be a joy. Uh, but the people around here are certainly helping with that. Mm-hmm. I love them. It's so. like in the near future, once you get this place running like Hemingway, you can get to the point where you're just walking out of Hemingway or Legacy and not worry about a thing. Um, well, well, yeah, except I want to start another one. Oh, there we go. So, so it never ends. So, well, that's it. So, uh, you know, I'm, I like to punish myself. So um, now, now to your point, starting a restaurant is way harder. Uh, my <laughs> girlfriend just she just opened a restaurant. Um, so what I'm doing is is based on um, Have you ever heard the acronym KISS? Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
no food. Um, this one, you, you might find a beer in the cooler back there, you know, which is fine. <laughs> uh, but but I just kept it as simple as possible. And the great thing about Tavares and Mount Dora are there, uh, you can carry around your drinks in a cup. So you can go from bar to bar to bar and, and same if you want a beer or a, some liquor, you can grab one, carry it over here and, and have some whiskey with your with your cigar. So uh, over here, do you allow people to bring in their own whiskey uh, if they want to drink while they're smoking? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can bring in anything you want. Uh, use our coolers. Um, we have lockers for rent if, you know, if they want to store their stuff here. So it's, it's, all, it's all good. I know it's early, but speaking of whiskey, uh, what kind of whiskey do you like? And like to pair Make, with Scott? Maker's Mark. Okay. Um, and for our event last Saturday, uh, I bought a bottle of Michter's. Nice. It was delicious. Uh, so it went well with a cigar, so it was a good choice. It was just a random pick, but the Michter's name I've seen before, but I picked it up, and uh, it was delicious. Yeah, Michter's has actually become pretty popular among cigar smokers. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, needless to say, that bottle was empty by, by the end of that one. So uh, so I'll, I'll get some more of that and put it in here. So like I said, if you look around, you'll find something to drink, but you know, not. I don't want to really advertise it like that. So right, that right, makes right. Sense. Yeah, yeah I know, uh, you know, I've been traveling to Kansas a lot for work and um, they have. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, but luckily, I found some good cigar shops over there and a lot of them uh, are like, you know, bring your own beer, bring your own liquor, uh, just because I guess Kansas has a lot of like laws about smoking inside uh, with liquor. And there's it's only allowed like actually in the inner city once you're outside of the, you know, the main city, you can't have uh, any food, any drink in a place where you're going to smoke inside. So um, going over there, just the community was great. Uh, just meeting everyone, you know, I would talk to and all of them. The owners are there, you know, and you meet them and they're like, oh, well, is this your first time here? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, sit down, sit down. What do you want to drink? I'm like, I'm like, no, I thought you guys don't serve anything. He's like, no, no, no I'll take it out of my own bottle. Like, we have this, this and that, you know, he's, and then like one guy, uh, he's like uh, Ash Cigars. He's like, oh, do you want to try some Kansas whiskey? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. So we're over there. We're sitting drinking. It was, I was going to be there for 30 minutes. Ended up being there for two hours just because, you know, we were talking, <laughs> BSing. He was telling us about uh, the Super Bowl party he was going to have because that's when I was over there. And it was just the community was great. And then there's another place called Outlaw over there. And they are like the staple cigars in Kansas. Um, they were the first ones to have a bar in with the cigars and everything. And they kind of led that movement. To, for Kansas City to be allowed to do it. Uh, but yeah, the community over there was great. Anytime I want to feel like I was home in Florida, I would go over there. And uh, odds are I'd meet someone from Florida or from like Georgia or South Carolina over there. And all of them are there for work. And they just want to do the same thing as me, try to escape Kansas <laughs> and go smoke a cigar. Well, the more important question, how was the uh, Kansas whiskey? Uh, uh, they swore it was the best, uh, but they also <laughs> swear everything they have in Kansas is the best. So, okay, okay. I, best in the state maybe. for sure. <laughs> yeah. When I, when I first went over there, everyone was telling me like, we have like the best pizza place, Minsky's. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I grew up with New York pizza. My family grew up in the pizza business, right? So, I'm pretty biased. You know, I'm pretty. I, I wouldn't say like I'm a you know, uh, uh. An like avid a, pizza connoisseur. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. But I'm pretty close to it. But um, yeah, so they brought me to this pizza place. I swear I rather would have gotten Papa John's. <laughs> and they swore it was the best. And they swear they got the best barbecue. And then I'm like, yeah, but I don't think you guys ever tried like Southern barbecue. 
you know, it's it's two completely different boats, but Southern <laughs> Barbecue is just way better than what they had over there. But yeah, Kansas is 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 funny. Uh, I've not been there, but you, you don't have to. Don't worry. <laughs> it's a, we uh, we went to Massachusetts and uh, uh, and, and just to just take a trip. We went to Boston and, and a little of the area, and and they kind of have the same. Oh, everything is the best. Our seafood's the best. The Chinese food's the best, and it was good. But I was ready to come home to Florida. You know, it's all it's all the same to me. Now I did find some some. Uh, northern clam chowder over here at tony's right up the street and by far the best clam chowder i've ever had so maybe a little bit something to it because they're from mass yeah, uh, yeah i mean exactly I'm, i feel like tony's uh, what is it? is it it's a seafood a seafood uh, place yeah. yeah i feel like i've heard of them i don't know why probably but, the thing yeah. about florida too is like they have a lot of great restaurants so like they have good italian good seafood mm. I think Florida has become such a melting pot of people that you actually bring in the best from every uh, area when it comes to food, too. I mean, there's so many great places for food, especially when it comes to like Mexican food, Colombian, stuff like that. You could find a good place pretty much anywhere. Oh, yeah. Even and, in Mount Dora. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a couple here. And, um, and and to your point, you know, we are we are a melting pot and, and we get a lot of people from New York, which 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 I've heard from non-new yorkers that new york has the best food in the world just just because it's a larger melting pot than than we are well you're from new york what do you think well so i love new york food but yeah that's the reason it's such a big melting pot that you could try you know uh, albanian food italian food greek uh so they have very good food when it comes to like specialties like that um but like like pizza for example you know people new york has the best pizza because of water uh it used to. I definitely think it used to. But uh, like nowadays, uh, everyone's doing dollar slices, right? And you can't do dollar slices unless you're using cheap ingredients, right? Um, and you know, for us, like we use only grande cheese uh, when we had our town restaurants, pizzeria, uh, which is the most expensive cheese that you could buy. Like a case, a case of cheese is worth more than two cases of chicken. That's how expensive the cheese wow. is. And uh, and yeah, people don't realize that they're like, oh, th- they think pizza's cheap, you know. Oh, in New York, I get a dollar slice. It's like, yeah, but t- the next day you're gonna feel like crap because you know you're eating this cheap food and like low quality ingredients, you know, with a lot of preservatives, and you know it's not good for you. It's not, you know, our body's not meant to process all that. Um, but yeah, New York definitely has great food, but Florida, I think, is catching up. I think the number one restaurant in the United States right now uh, is in Florida. It's Victoria and Alberts which is like a Michelin, one of the Michelin star restaurants, like 20 course meals, uh, which I'm not a huge fan of like places like that. But, uh, you know, I just want to point that out because we beat New York in that. Uh, <laughs> It'd be fun to try if somebody else was paying. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the tab on that, uh, if you're drinking wine, if you're pairing with all the liquor and wine and stuff, uh, you're probably going to be spending seven, eight hundred dollars a person. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. But, you know, people in New York, I think I think Florida is a great alternative just because i mean if you're from new york think about moving down here uh, we're packed so don't but uh <laughs> um you know the people here are friendly you know they have manners right plus we have the great food you know new york you have you know you bump into someone and they get pissed off over here you bump into someone whether it's your fault or theirs both of you guys are going to turn around and be like i'm sorry i'm sorry for bumping into you you know and, that, and that's just the way we are over here you know but, i agree with that 
and and that honestly that's one thing i liked about kansas the people over there the people i worked with over there that i met all of them were fantastic i mean they were you know they would invite you to your home to their home for dinner that's how like great they are over there um but yeah the food you know i just like florida a little bit better (laughs) i don't have well obviously i don't have problem with the food here so (laughs) it's it's all good (laughs) no of course not but yeah i mean back to the whole cigar thing um when is your ideal time like when would you like to open up your third shop ideally because i mean three years with your first one pretty good for opening up a second one no i agree um like i said i i actually had my eye on this spot and and as far as mount dora goes i wanted to be far enough away from from the middle of town um right but but yeah because if you look on the map you're not in the middle but you're like I'm right, you're still there. To yeah. It. yeah, so so I knew in in my head there was just something chirping saying, "No, this is the spot you need to be in." So, um, so it, the the timing was perfect. Uh, the way I, I'm staffed over at Hemingways, because again, without my staff, I wouldn't be able to be here and and run this place. Um, I couldn't run it if I had to pay somebody a full wage to be here every day. Um, but it's getting there, and and it'll be fine. Um, but um, to your question. So, so I would like to have five stores by the end of 2025. Okay. Um, one, one, even possibly a mobile store. Um, so I can hit, uh, there's a lot, you know, we have golf in Florida is, is huge. So I'd like to be able to go to golf tournaments and set up a store. Um, so, um, I'm thinking one more brick and mortar, um, uh, two more brick and mortars and maybe the mobile store. And that'll kind of ease me. And, and the reason I picked legacy was that that's exactly what I'm trying to leave to my kids. Um, I've got two sons. Um, one just graduated UCF, and, and he does work for me. Thank you. That's and, awesome. Um, actually, his girlfriend worked for us uh, as well, and and she graduated at the same time. We lost her. She she went to be a kindergarten teacher. So uh, absolute sweetheart left a big hole in our in our family because she had to leave. But she's gone on to bigger and better things. Um, but yeah, so so I'm going to take a look in the area. Um, uh, 20, 30 miles away from here is what I'm thinking is uh, find me another little touristy spot. I haven't spread out a bit. Yeah, just, well, honestly, I I would like to have the five stores, be able to go store to store to store, do something different every day. Um, Every day is a new crowd every day. You know, I like that. You know, it keeps me moving. Yeah, especially the uh, mobile cigar lounges are becoming more popular now, too. I think it's a great idea because you can go anywhere. You can do weddings, golf events, like you said, um, and you know, to your point, meet a bunch of different people, be in a different area, different demographic. I think it's a great business, honestly. Oh, I, I agree, and um, I've been I've been watching videos on them and um, people who are doing it in other places. And um, as as Florida continues to grow, because it, it's growing at a you know a, a really fast pace. Um, I, I think there's going to be a need for it, and, and there may be a couple out there already. I don't think it'll matter. Will there's enough for you know everybody? To it's have still a piece. definitely something that's being tapped into. Uh, not very competitive. Uh, it's becoming more popular, but I mean, it's still one of those things. You know, it's almost like setting up a cigar lounge itself. There's still a lot of risk involved. Correct. You, know, you got to make sure that your licensing is all correct and everything like that. Some people like to bring in the liquor aspect. That's a whole another issue. But it's definitely not very competitive right now. But I think there's definitely room for growth in that side of the industry for sure. Yeah, I mean, we've seen um, 
I know I've seen a lot, and Alex seen a lot too. Uh, the mobile cigar lounges, you know, becoming more popular, especially uh, probably not so much over here, but like all these apartment complexes are being popped up, right? In Oviedo, right? There's a place called Oviedo on the park, and the apartment complexes that they're building, it's not just you know housing and stuff. Now they're putting restaurants inside the the like complex, mm-hmm. so. Now they'll throw events, you know, major events at, you know, their their city center of their apartment complex. And I was just my cousin moved out and he w- went to uh, uh, an apartment complex and he has walking distance bars that he could go to. And his uh, complex through like just a little like event, you know, try different liquors and, you know, stuff like that. And there was a mobile cigar lounge there. And like I saw it like actually I smelled it first. You always smell them first. But I smelled it and I'm like, I just like smiled. I'm like, who's smoking? And then I see this little mobile cigar lounge walk inside. And, you know, it's a small uh, this one. You know, it's a small place. but They they did a great job. They f- serve uh, fresh coffee, espressos, uh, drip coffee, whatever you want. Um, and then they have a nice humidor, great selection of cigars. And so you just go in, grab a cigar, go outside, hang out, smoke it, drink your espresso and then leave them your cup. And then you just leave. And you just you could still walk around the apartment complex, you know, go to the different areas. Um, and then for weddings, too, you know, it's it's hard to bring a box of cigars and some people don't like certain ones and this and that. So now, you know, I've been seeing they'll get a mobile cigar lounge or they'll get, even get a roller, you know, to roll cigars at the wedding. Uh, so, yeah, mobile cigar lounge is definitely it's up and coming and uh, it's definitely going to kick off, in my opinion. Oh, I, I agree. And, and so uh, that'll that'll probably be my next venture. Um, I, I could I can actually do a lot of it while I'm here. Um, I, I don't you you went in the humidor here. So I built that one. Um, and, and that was part of what made that this place doable as well. I did a lot of the work myself. Um, but I think I can actually work on it here while I'm doing this slow periods in the mornings. It's a little slow. Um, now we're also not in snowbird season either, so I anticipate we'll pick up a little once the once the weather gets a little nicer. Um, we can tell it's a little humid out here right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, one, the fans aren't on, but but when it cools off just a little bit, this is going to be fantastic. Uh, you know, I have no doubt it's going to be great. Right. Once fall hits too, everyone wants to sit outside and smoke a cigar. Exactly. Enjoy the weather a little bit. Not be cooped up inside with all the smoke and stuff like that. Especially a lot of you know smaller shops it's harder for them to keep the smoke clear. Yeah. So everyone loves sitting outside, even in big lounges, sit outside, enjoy the weather. Because Florida does have nice weather. We're in that period right now where it's really, really hot yes. and really humid. But the rest of the year, it, it's very, very enjoyable. And that's why a lot of people come here, to get away from the, the snow. That's it. I, I would much rather get stuck in the sand on the beach than in snow. <laughs> I don't know. Which happens a lot. <laughs> I feel like more recently, you know, people are uh, driving their Teslas and stuff. Uh, sorry to call you out, Jared, but uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's driven it on the beach yet, though, but uh, we have seen it. Something to try. <laughs> no, no, don't try it. Teslas are so heavy and they just dig into this, yeah, uh, the are, sand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. at the beach last month and we saw a lot of that. We saw probably two people in an hour like get stuck get in the stuck. sand. Yeah, because the sand's just been softer because so many people are going that uh, they don't have time to compact it down. Um, and then, yeah, some cars go and I, I, you see the soft sand signs everywhere. And I'm in my truck. And I'm getting a little worried. And there's a guy just like an Acura, you know, sedan driving over it. I'm like, oh, man, that guy's going to get stuck. And lo and behold, you know, we got number one seating just watching these people 
So we were, we were having a good time just watching these people get stuck, you know, and then they would eventually get out or they would have to be pulled out. But I don't know. It's it's fun. Definitely were, way better. They were than far game. enough away for where someone else would get to them first to help them. So we didn't have to go out and worry about that. They never <laughs> broke down right in front of us, but close enough so we could see. But there'd already be other people helping out. Yeah, I definitely would rather take getting stuck in sand than snow. I mean, I was in Utah during a blizzard, had to drive through all the mountains to get back to the airport in the snow. Oh, it was the most terrifying experience of my life. I bet. But, well, mountains are one thing. Then you put snow on them, it's a whole nother. <laughs> oh, it, it's terrible. Terrible combo. Don't recommend it. Well, I was a truck driver before before I went into the office. I, I drove, for the, drove for the company for a while. So I would go to other centers. You know, here in Florida, of course, we don't have hills until you get in Claremont. But uh, but I would go to other centers, and you'd have to go up and down the mountains. And, and it was scary. I'm, I'm a Florida guy. You know, I like my flat roads. That's that's what I did. And uh, so you do it in a car. It's one thing. But have a, a trailer, tractor trailer behind you. Yeah, it's uh, it's scary. Yeah. yeah, it's scary in a car. So, yeah. I mean, I've driven through the mountains a few times, and it's not fun. Especially one time I've driven through the mountains during a snowstorm. And that was in Iceland, actually. So that was a whole different animal. But it was... We were leaving the town we were staying in and going to dinner across town. Sure enough, we had to cross an entire mountain to get there in the middle of a snowstorm. So that was pretty scary. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a safe driver relatively. So <laughs> but, we uh, made it out. With cigars, you know, uh, I've been smoking since I was 18, right? And, you know, I don't know if you've seen it too, but I feel like personally I've seen a lot more younger people are starting to smoke cigars. And uh, just the cigar community in Florida has been growing like crazy where if you're in a town and they don't have a cigar shop the first thing you know all the residents ask is when are we getting a cigar shop yeah it's not you know like can we get one it's when are we getting one right um and like like uh we know a lot of people in lake nona you know tavistock owns lake nona right and they don't allow smoking anywhere any of their properties they don't allow smoking so uh people have tried to get in there and they just can't because they they'll deny it you know they'll you could try to push the residents to force them you know, and then they get a good following. And then next thing you know, they're like, yeah, no, we're not going to do it. Um, so I know like Nona, they have one piece of property left that's not owned by Tavistock. And like people, when, as soon as that place opens up, you know, or they start building like the city center that they're going to build, um, you know, that, I think that'd be a great spot for a cigar lounge. Just the people over good there. information. Yeah. You know, just, <laughs> just a little, little heads up. But yeah, I mean, the people over there drive all the way uh, to Sand Lake. You know, from yes. Lake Nona just to go smoke cigars. And, you know, you don't want to be going to Sand Lake, smoking cigars, drinking, right? And then have to drive all the way back to Lake right. Nona. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's not safe, to be honest with you. And it's for Tavistock not to realize that. That's I think that's like kind of bad on their part. Um, but they want people to stay in Lake Nona. They don't want people to leave. Well, that gets into more of a political thing when I won't go there. But, um, you know, I'm from the land and um, Corona is really where I... The airplane, yeah. Corona is really where I got my start as well. The the one down in Heathrow, yeah, I love that place. It was only beer and wine when I started smoking cigars, oh. so that's how long ago it was. Because yeah. I remember when they got their liquor license, but um, they've always had a great selection. And um, <clears throat> honestly, when I opened up Hemingways, um, I think it was my second weekend, and um, I was new. I didn't have a whole lot of stock. I, honestly, I didn't even know where to get cigars. I I would. I did a lot of research on everything else, but 
but never really thought. I just thought somebody would show up one day and said, hey, we got cigars put in your humidor. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> so um, I, had a, uh, I had a wedding party come in, and uh, I don't know, there's probably 50, 60 of them. And, and if you've been in Hemingway's, it, it holds 30 people comfortably, but you put 50 in there, you're four deep at the bar. It's, it's, a, it's a small place. Um, they wiped me out of everything. So I wake up and I'm like, man, what am I going to do? I, I've got no cigars. I've barely got any beer. You know, what, what do I do? Um, so, so I thought first foremost, I'm a cigar store. So let me go see what I do. So I call Corona over in Heathrow and, um, you know, Hey, can you guys help me out? You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm far enough away where I'm not really competition, but, <laughs> but is there anything you do? So they said, yeah, come over. We'll, you know, we'll give you a good discount on, on X amount of boxes. So I did, I went and picked some out and they were fantastic to me. Um, and so, so you'll never hear me say anything bad about Corona. I, I think they're a great store and, yeah, and, and they've helped me out of a, of a, out of a good jam. You know, it was a good jam to have, but, um, so, so I went and picked stuff up and, and I was, be I was, oh, I can't even talk. I was able to open my store the next day. Yeah. So, um, so we got our start there and, and continue to go there. If I'm in the Heathrow area, I like Corona. Yeah. I like going there. And I think I even caught Avo playing piano there a couple times. I, I think so. Yeah, probably. I mean, Corona, yeah, Corona cigars is, they're like, their employees are fantastic. Uh, the management there is great. And yeah, they'll help you out. If you're in a bind and you need something, they'll help you out. Um, I mean, I've, I've heard stories of people, they really want some, you know, like, let's just say Weller, you know, they want Weller and they, the bottle that they uh, like, they don't have at Heathrow, but they have it in Tampa and they'll drive from Tampa, bring it up because, well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're really great people over there. You know, we've never had an issue there. Uh, we live in Lake Mary, so, you know, that's the closest cigar lounge to us. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, Corona, they're, they're great people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, you know, my, my next, my next place I'm going to look is, um, I keep hearing about Apopka. I know we get a lot of Apopka people between here and, and Tavares. Um, Claremont, I'm not sure it's there yet. Uh, it's, uh, they've got a little downtown and they brought it a long way, but uh, I'm just not sure it's ready. Um, they've got a great whiskey bar down there and it would be a, a great compliment to what I'd like to do. Uh, I'm just not sure they're ready yet. Um, so, so um, I'm going to keep looking and, and uh, you know, I've got the time right now to do some research and, and find my next spot. But, but the mobile thing will probably be next. Yeah, of course. And Popka, that you mentioned it, is probably a good place too because we've met a few people actually that would come from Apopka to Lake Mary. Like you said, come here because mm -hmm. it's a big area, but uh, there's not a lot of cigar lounges out there. They're not, you know, smoke shops, stuff like that, but right. nothing like this. I don't know. I don't know what they did though, Popka. It was. I, I think when they when they widened 441, it kind of took some of the gusto out of out of the city center. You know, they they had to have the room for the road. I got it, but it it, it they didn't have room to do like Mount Dora or Tavares. They've got a concentrated area. We have a concentrated area where we bring people. That's that's part of a Popka that I don't see. Now I hear they've got a great little brewery. So somewhere around in that area might might be viable so this more i've got to do more research on it of course yeah all right i think uh we're about at that time we're going to wrap it up but andy i appreciate you for talking with us thank you for having us no thank you for being here it's, it's a pleasure of course thank you all right guys thanks for tuning in to another episode of the cigar guys podcast make sure you check out both hemingway and legacy cigars if you're in the mount dora area 
And make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can stay updated with when we upload new episodes. Go to our link tree as well. All our social media is on there. Make sure you hit the notification bell so you can stay updated with when we upload new content. But again, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time.